A warm welcome to you all on this Monday, the 11th of May. As many of you know, these programmes aim to introduce triangles to those people who are new to the work and to encourage them in the forming of their own triangles. They also aim to create a space for those people who are already engaged in triangles to participate in a visualization exercise to support and strengthen the planetary network. Using the power of focused thought to uplift, transform and illuminate human consciousness, each triangle formed becomes part of a larger network of light and goodwill. Three people come together and daily link in thought to circulate energy through the points of their triangle and visualizing their triangle as part of a worldwide network, they pour beneficent healing energies into the vast planetary triangular energy field surrounding the planet. These energies in turn act as an imperative and a catalyst to spiritualize human thinking and action and to turn the gaze and focus of the human family to the light, to the realms of inspiration and of eternal goodness. The network is created and vitalized by the daily work of each individual member. The cumulative effect of the many thousands of members all over the world who come together in consciousness to serve humanity makes it a powerful, redemptive and effective tool. Every focused triangle that is added to the network enhances the whole, lightens the mental atmosphere of the planet and helps to relate the inner and outer worlds. Triangles work only takes a few minutes and can be done at any time during the day. It's completed by the sounding of the Great Invocation, which focuses and releases the spiritual energies available, energizing and stimulating the planetary network of light and of goodwill. If you are new to the work and resonate to the theme of planetary service through the power of thought, then please do form a triangle. If you're looking for triangles partners, then you can use this web webinar by just expressing your interest in the chat box and hopefully two others would do likewise. But you can also use former triangle online on the Lucis Trust website. If you do form a triangle, then please do let us know by registering it at www.triangles.org.
So let us take a moment now to visualize a network of light. Lift your consciousness to as high a point upon the mental plane that is available to you. Look out over the world, seeing it as one of light with here and there points and centers of intensified light. See the energies of this network of light pulsating to the rhythm of human aspiration. Regard the group within the planetary network as a channel among many channels, transmitting the energy of the spiritual hierarchy. Imagine the potent love energy pouring through the network of light, stimulating the many points and centers of energy, transforming the pulsating of energy into the rhythm of the planetary heartbeat. Radiance we are and power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need. We reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day.
we are now in the reflective phase of the intensity of the WESAC full moon and the New York conference. And given the current world circumstances, there is much indeed to reflect on. This rather wonderful poem by Wendell Berry called The Peace of Wild Things came to my attention recently when a friend of mine set up a share a daily poem to uplift us during these difficult times of lockdown. It reads, When despair for the world grows in me and I wake in the night at the least sound in fear of what my life and my children's lives may be, I go and lie down where the wood drake rests in his beauty on the water and the great heron feeds. I come into the peace of wild things who do not tax their lives with forethought or grief. I come into the presence of still water and I feel above me the day blind stars waiting with their light. For a time, I rest in the grace of the world and am free. This poem reminds us of how many people in the world today are striving to cope with the uncertainty of life due to the coronavirus and its impact on daily living circumstances. The effects on family life and the economy have been dramatic and the uncertainty and suffering it has created will no doubt persist for the foreseeable future. Many people are living in fear of what the future holds for themselves and their families. As light workers, we have an awareness of the bigger picture of the plan, and we therefore have perhaps less fear, for we understand that destruction, bringing change and uncertainty, is a necessary part of clearing that which stands in the way of the new incoming Aquarian energies. Energies that will bring into being an age based on the qualities of cooperation, sharing and brotherhood. There are those who are some part relieved that the constant demand for economic growth with its devastating effects on the natural world a world that is so important for humanity's mental, emotional and physical health has at long last been halted, even if only momentarily. And some indeed who hope that things won't ever get back to normal, which is contrary perhaps to the desire of many in the world. Coronavirus has led to a worldwide withdrawing where countries are toughening their borders, restricting movement, tracking people using technology, and where some nations have started to question their current reliance on international trade for essentials such as food. This, when looked at 
in the context of the backlash against globalization that preceded COVID-19, which included the increasing nationalism and far-right populism that was and is so evident in many countries, trade wars and isolationism that has been growing, issues such as Brexit and bids for independence that is being seen around the world, one could consider that humanity may well be regressing, moving further away from the ideals of the new age. It is worth pondering, however, on the nature of the global world as it exists today and what it has been based on. It is a, world, a word, sorry, we could perhaps say that exploitation has been the key word. It is a word used commonly when discussing international trade. The explo exploitation of new markets, exploiting natural resources and low cost labor, for example. Globalization has been built on exploitation. And while there have been benefits such as increasing standards of living for the majority, greater global interdependence that has encouraged cooperation between nations. The reality is that self-interest has been the motivating factor. So perhaps the current circumstances are necessary to bring about a withdrawal, a much needed pause and an opportunity to think about the realities of our global world a time for a re-evaluation of values and intentions. Is it possible perhaps that a move towards a global world could then begin again, but this time on a higher turn of the spiral where it works for everyone, for all nations? When nations humbly recognize what they can contribute to the whole rather than exploit, all can benefit and we take a step further to manifesting the plan on earth. Some may see this as unlikely given humanity's propensity to overcome crisis and return to its materialistic vision with ease. However, it is important to maintain the vision of a better and kinder global world for this vision will and is precipitating into the minds of the human family, stimulating the desire for change. Of course, we all have to deal with the uncertainty that has become an increasing part of our lives. And the poem's words bring an awareness of the power of nature in aiding us in coping with this. Nature lives constantly in the moment it has no capacity to ponder on consequences, relive past nightmares or worry about the future. Even the animal kingdom, our closest relatives do not suffer in the same way as we do. Our mental suffering is due to the development of certain aspects of the lower mind, such as anticipation, memory, imagination, the power to visualize, remorse and the inherent urge to reach out after divinity 
which brings with it a sense of loss and of failure. So immersing ourselves in nature helps to soothe our minds and hearts as its grace and immediacy permeates our living being. And even those who are in the great cities and towns who have no or limited contact with nature can access it through the wonderful programs on the natural world that we see on TV. Perhaps not a substitute for the real thing, but it does bring a sense of wonder and awe at Earth's power, at nature's power and beauty and its importance to all life on Earth. Triangle's workers also have a part to play in providing comfort and solace to those who are struggling with fear. Not only do we work on the mental plane to create channels for the energies of light and love that can permeate human minds, encouraging the healing energies of goodwill and right human relations, but we strive to hold this vision of a better and kinder world before others. The reality that there is a divine plan in the process of manifestation and that all will be well in the end. And it is our own ability to detach from the uncertainty of the times, to focus on the joy and subtlety of the moment, that we stand as beacons of the soul's grace, a light that lifts and raises others. It is this ability to rest in the grace of the world and be free, using the words of the poem, that we then become examples of the plan and a signpost for a more loving future. So let us now go into our visualization. Link in thought as a soul, as a point of love and light with all those people throughout the world who are working in this Triangles Meditation Group. And together we say, in the center of the will of God, I stand. Naught shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. 
I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. Visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the Radiant Worldwide Triangles Network. Hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love, which underlies and infuses the network. Now lift the consciousness to the world teacher who stands as the heart of love at the center of the spiritual hierarchy of the planet and also at the heart of each triangle.
hold the group mind open and receptive to this inpouring energy of love. Visualize light and goodwill circulating around the triangles from point to point and flowing out through the network into the hearts and minds of people everywhere, healing and transforming human consciousness and establishing right human relationships. Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles. See new triangles being formed everywhere.
sound the great invocation silently or aloud. As you repeat each stanza, visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity, and as a channel through which light and love and divine purpose flows into human consciousness. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills. The purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Oh. Oh.
Thank you. Now, if anyone wants to share a comment or any impressions, um, you can do that by raising a hand if you wish to speak, or you can put a comment in the question box. And just while we're thinking, um, we've just been through the New York conference. I hope some of you or many of you did have a chance to participate in, in some or all of the conference online that happened this weekend. And um, of course, the next conference is the Geneva conference, which will also be online. Um, that's happening at the last weekend of May. And then our London conference, again, online via Zoom, which is the 6th and 7th of June. So I hope that some of you or all of you will try and participate in, in these conferences. There has been a comment. Um, Maureen has said, yes, in the 1970s, globalization as taught by planetary systems was something entirely different from the globalization against which many protest today. It's almost as if the word has come to mean something entirely different than it did when originally used. And uh, Kaya has also said, globalism today looks like totalitarianism to me. My vision of a global community is based on an outflowering of the spirit of brotherhood and love, based on a freedom of spirit and self-sovereignty, rather than a fear-based herd mentality. We are now at the point of change as we prepare for life in the new earth, the new age. The old corrupt system is being dismantled as we emerge collectively into a higher consciousness. Thank you for both those comments. Um, people are saying that my microphone might be creating, creating some feedback. I'm sorry about that, if that's the case. I don't quite know what to do about it. <laughs> um, so apologies for that. Um, it may actually be our internet connection, which since lockdown, everyone's using the internet and it's not been so good. Um, it's interesting con to consider how at the moment, 
we're in the higher interlude of the spiritual year and the world for much of it and, and still is a lot of countries are, are still in lockdown and we are in a space of relative quiet so the energy is pouring in at the moment are pouring in to a quiet world we're all sitting poised waiting and it's also interesting to consider that this is coming after the potent festival week and uh, we read that the higher interlude after a festival week is particularly potent and this higher interlude is particularly interesting given that we're all sitting quietly in our homes pondering on the future Um, Meite says, I found the talk reassuring as I attempt to stand as a point of light amidst the fear. Thank you for that, because I think it's so important for us to focus at these difficult times on the vision, the vision that we're in the process of precipitating and we have to really focus on that vision for in doing that that vision does begin to precipitate into human minds and we can see that we can see that happening with the conversations online or with people, I work in a local shop and there's lots of conversation that goes on about how this is a time of change. This is an opportunity. Things are going to be different. And that is the vision. And we as triangles workers, as workers in light, by focusing on the vision and focusing on an optimistic future for humanity, we help to alleviate the fear and uncertainty that so many people are suffering. And uh, Nick says, just think of the amount of mental power made available due to the lockdown a powerful resource for light work and transmutation. Never has humanity had so much mental power available. Absolutely. What an opportunity. It's really quite inspiring.
Maureen says most of humanity is focused at the form level. So that determines the response to incoming ray energies to a large extent. These same energies received at the soul level manifest not as an imposition of authority, but rather as the higher values of Capricorn. Thank you. Thank you for that comment. David or David or David says today's globalization is imperialism. Transform the human group mind, which must pass through ecologism. I think that's one of the the most wonderful things about this lockdown, this um, pause in the world is the wonderful effects it is actually having on the natural world. There are so, the birds are singing more loudly. Uh, the flowers in the gardens are blossoming. The trees are so green. The air is so clear. It is, it is wonderful to see. And that, that's happening all over the world. It is a time for healing. Chris, Mary Christina says humanity is today brought to a physical mindfulness and meditative attentiveness, a transformative time indeed. And Carla says, I appreciate what you said about how we perhaps don't have as much fear as some do during this crisis. We can rest assured that the plan is unfolding. And we put, as we put our trust in that, we can focus on doing our part by working to align with the soul and doing our very best to be light bearers in this world of ours. Absolutely. Thank you for that. Yes, and as Maureen says, it's wonderful to see the beauties of nature, but not all are allowed out to see them. And that is, there are some people suffering very, most definitely during this lockdown in so many ways. And other people are having a very different experience due to where they live. And it's so important to show our deepest compassion for those who are suffering, losing loved ones, those who are locked up in high-rise buildings, unable to get out. And it's so important for us to show compassion and also to hold on to the vision because it's our ability to hold on to the vision that will make people's lives better in the future. And as Suzanne says, nature is groundedness. Just hug a tree. Yes. And, uh, oh, uh, 
a lovely quote here from the Tibetan given by Santana and Matthew. Know thyself to be the undying one. Control thy mind, for through the mind and the undying one can be known. Learn that form is but a veil which hides the splendor of divinity. Thank you. Well, thank you for all your contributions today. It's wonderful to participate together in such a powerful meditative visualization, strengthening the planetary network. It's powerful work that we do each week and thank you for joining in that work. So uh, let us just spend a moment of silence silence before we finish. Thank you and good night.